0: God.
1: <laughs>
0: Hallelujah. Hello. All right. Say so this, this is the day the Lord has made. Lord has made. I will rejoice, I will rejoice. And, be and be glad in it. Amen. This is a wonderful day. And uh, matter of fact, on the way to church, Joanne just started giggling, <laughs> and then her mom started giggling, and then I grinned. So it's a revival today. God. All right. Well, today we're going to put a pause on 2 Corinthians another week. And so we're going to actually teach on baptism. And so uh, I think it's very important that we understand the fundamentals, the foundations of our faith. Baptism is one of the holy ordinances of the Lord. I think we need to know about it. And so please turn to Hebrews. Chapter 6, and let's pray. Father, we thank you so much for the Word of God, that we're going to open our heart, receive it by faith. Holy Spirit, we call upon you as the divine teacher to anoint the eyes, ears, and heart of each person that's listening. Open them by the gift of your grace and cause them to see, hear, and understand what's being said. Father, I thank you for ministering this so they walk away with something that they can take away with this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. All right, we're going to talk about baptism. So Hebrews chapter 6. And in verse 1, it says, Therefore, leaving the discussion of the elementary principles of Christ, let us go on to perfection, or that's the Greek word for maturity, not laying again the foundation of repentance from dead works and of faith towards God, of the doctrine of baptism. Say doctrine, doctrine. of baptisms. baptisms, plural. The laying on of hands of the resurrection of the dead and of eternal judgment. And so these are foundational principles of our faith. And so it's important, you know, just because you understand a principle or a foundation doesn't mean that you leave it totally behind, you take it with you and you use it. You know, when you learned addition and subtraction, you didn't say, well, I'm never gonna add or subtract anymore. You're using that, but in higher principles. You move that on into algebra. I did good with math as long as there were numbers. When they started throwing the alphabet in, that's when <laughs> it got a little dicey for me. But you know, you start out with milk as a, a baby, that's basically all you're having is milk. But you know what? When you grow up, you don't like forever forsake milk. Milk is used in baking, M- milk's used, and I love a good cold glass of milk after a chocolate German cake. Praise God. And so you never leave the fundamentals. And so let's, we're going to talk about the doctrine of baptisms, plural, and then we're going to focus on water baptism because that's what we're celebrating today. And so there are different baptisms in the Word of God. Let's look at the different ones. First we're going to look at is the baptism of Moses, baptism of Moses. So I didn't know Moses baptized. Well, he didn't, but look in 1 Corinthians 10, look at verse 1. First Corinthians 10 1 says, moreover brethren, I do not want you to be unaware that all of our fathers, that's Jewish, the Jewish fathers of Israel, were under the cloud and all passed through the sea, that's the Red Sea, all were baptized, say "baptized," baptized, into Moses in the cloud and in the sea. So being baptized into a person or baptized into Moses means they were identified with Moses. And so baptism is really an identification with. And so today we're going to have a baptism, but we're identifying with the Lord Jesus Christ, with His death, burial, and resurrection. And so here in the Old Testament, they were identified with Moses in the cloud and in the sea. I don't have time to break that down in the typology, because that's not our subject today. But let's go on to the next baptism we find, the baptism of John the Baptist. John the Baptist. John was the first Baptist. He's the first one to lose his head over dancing. (laughs) I'm sorry, this is a holy moment. Uh, So let's uh, the baptism of John. Mark chapter 1, look at verse 4. John came baptizing in the wilderness and preaching a baptism of repentance. Say baptism of repentance repentance. For the remission of sins. And so his baptism was about repenting of sins, but you need to go beyond that. John the Baptist had a part of that message is repentance is needed. To repent means to turn from, but what do you turn to? And so repentance from sin isn't just enough. You have to actually, you got to turn from sin and then put your faith in Jesus. And so he pointed to the ones to come and so repentance is necessary you can't receive jesus unless there's a repentance from and away a to him then mark chapter 1 verse 7 it says and and john the baptist preached saying there comes one after me who is mightier than i whose sandal strap i am not worthy to stoop down and loose i need baptize you with water but he will baptize you with the holy spirit and so that's the, John, that's the baptism of John. But now let's move on. This is a good one. A good. The Pentecostals love this one. The baptism of fire. you got to say it that way. And it's not the Holy Spirit, it's the Holy Ghost. It's Pentecostal. Well, before we get so excited about being baptized with fire, let's see what this is talking about Matthew chapter 3 look at verse 11 I indeed baptize you with water this is John the Baptist again I indeed baptize you with water into repentance but he who is coming after is mightier than I whose sandals I'm not worthy to carry who will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and fire (laughs) raise your hand if you'd like a baptism of fire Uh, maybe not hold on because it's very important to read scripture in context. Read the next verse. Jesus' winnowing fan is in his hand, and he will thoroughly clean out his threshing floor and gather his wheat. Say wheat. Raise your hand. your wheat. He will thoroughly clean out his threshing floor and gather the wheat into the barn, but he will burn up the chaff with unquenchable fire. Fire! (laughs) So who wants the baptism of fire? No, well actually, this is unbelievers. Believers are wheat, and they're the ones who get baptized in the Holy Spirit. Unbelievers are actually going to be like chaff and they're going to be burned with the conventional fire. We don't see in that phrase for believers anywhere in the New Testament. So, whatever doctrine you hold to, you need to find multiple scriptures that'll back it up. But we have multiple scriptures. Unbelievers are going to be committed into the fire. Next on, let's talk about the baptism of Jesus. The baptism because he went through baptism. And look at Mark, uh, Ma- I'm sorry, Matthew chapter three, look at verse 13. we We're going to have a lot of scriptures today. Is that okay? Yes. Is this a Bible church? Yeah. Okay. Are you Bible believers? Yes. Okay, Matthew chapter 3, look at verse 13. Then Jesus came to Galilee to John at the Jordan to be baptized by him. John tried to prevent him saying, I need to be baptized by you. Are you coming to me? At this time, he did not know that Jesus was the Messiah because... The Holy Spirit had spoke to John and said, The one in whom you see the Spirit descending as a dove, landing on him, this is the Messiah. And that had not happened yet. All, all John knew was this is his cousin." They were cousins. They, they were shared potato salad at the family reunions every year. He knew his character. He knew that he was much more uh, holy and righteous than even he was. He says, dude, I, if there's anybody that, that doesn't really need this, it's you. Matter of fact, could you baptize me? He says, no. He said, he tried, Jesus, uh, he tried to prevent him saying, I need to be baptized by you. Are you coming to me? Verse 15, but Jesus answered and said to him, permit it to be so now for thus it's fitting for us to fulfill all righteousness. Say, fulfill all righteousness. Then he allowed him. So Jesus being baptized was to fulfill all righteousness. Verse 16, when he had been baptized, Jesus came up immediately from the water, and behold, the heavens were opened to him, and he saw the Spirit of God descending like a dove alighting on him, and suddenly a voice came from heaven saying, This is my beloved Son in whom I am well pleased. And so there, John knew this was the Messiah, not just a righteous man, but the Messiah. But notice Jesus said, this is to fulfill all righteousness. How did Jesus being baptized be fulfill all righteousness? Because in type, he would be showing what he would have to do to die on the cross, be buried, and raised again from the dead, going under the water and up out of the water was a symbolic, symbolic act of what he would have to do to fulfill all righteousness. Now let's talk about the next baptism, the baptism into Christ. Raise your hand if you've been saved. You've undergone this baptism already. This is baptized, this is being baptized into Christ's body. Look at 1 Corinthians 12, look at verse 13. Very important that we read this carefully. For by one spirit, say by by one spirit, we're baptized into one body, say into one body. Whether Jews or Greeks, whether slaves or free, all have been made to drink into one spirit. So who, okay, so so Bible students, who is the one doing the baptism here? The Spirit is doing the baptism into what is being, what are they being baptized into? The The body of Christ. This is the baptism into Christ. But let's look at the next baptism called the baptism in the Holy Spirit. Look at Mark chapter 1, look at verse 8. Jesus said, I indeed baptize you with water. This is John the Baptist speaking. I indeed baptize you with water, but he, Jesus, will baptize you with the Holy Spirit. Who is the one doing the baptism in this verse? Jesus. And so what is being baptized into or with? The Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit. Well, some people in denominations say the baptism into Christ and the baptism of the Holy Spirit are the same thing. No, they're not. Being baptized into Christ happens when you're born again, and you are born again, and, and by the Holy Spirit on the inside, you are uh, re-gened, regenerated. baby got new genes. <laughs> and so you got new genes on the inside, and so you're, water, you're, you're, you're baptized in, plunged into the body of Christ, and now you're a member of the body of Christ. And so that was, but, but after that subsequent is a baptism in the Holy Spirit. And so, again, the Holy Spirit baptizes you into Christ, but then Christ baptizes you into His Spirit. And again, the baptism of the Holy Spirit is for service, it's for power, it's to manifest the power of God, the the gifts of the Spirit, for service. All right, let's talk about now, let's focus now on this last one, water baptism. Raise your hand if you've been water baptized. Praise God. Who's been sprinkled? (laughs) Who's been both? I'm covered all over the place. I'm sprinkled and dunked and Well, let's talk about some water. Let's talk about water baptism today. Water baptism is a command of Jesus Christ for all believers. Look at Matthew 28, look at verse 19. Matthew 28 20, Matthew 28:19. This is part of, this is the great suggestion. I'm sorry. It's the great commission. And this is the commandment Jesus gave the church and he hasn't changed his mind. This is what we're supposed to be doing as a church. That's why I have an outreach. We have outreach because the church is not a bless me club. Now, we are blessed, but we're the body of the Lord Jesus Christ, so we're to go out. So Matthew 28, 19 says, go. Tell someone, go. Go. But not right now. (laughs) Hold on. This is your training ground before you go. Go, therefore, and make disciples. Does it say, go make converts? No, make, make, make disciples. And a disciple, Jesus said, my disciples are those that continue in my word. Then are they my disciples. And so go, therefore, make disciples of all nations, the ethne. What else? He keeps talking, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. So we find the first step to discipleship, following the Lord, being a Christ follower, is following him in baptism. And so this is Jesus' commandment. Now I want to go to the book of Acts because Jesus said, Baptize them in the name of the Father, in the Son, and the Holy Spirit. But I want to look in the book of Acts when they baptize someone, what is said of that when, when they baptize in the book of Acts? Acts chapter 2, look at verse 38. Acts 2 38 says, And then Peter said to them, Repent. Repentance is still necessary. Repent means to turn or change the mind that affects change your action. You got to change your mind first. Repent, change your mind, and let every one of you believers, because he just preached an awesome message, and those that believed, he spoke to the believers. It says, let every one of you be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins, and you will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. It says, for the remission of sins. Actually, the Greek says, on the basis of. On the basis of the remission of sins, that you have just accepted Jesus by faith. Your sins have been remitted. On the basis of that, you're ready for baptism. And he said, baptize in the name of Jesus Christ. Why didn't it say baptized in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit? It says baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus. Well, let's keep reading in the book of Acts. Acts chapter 8, look at verse 16. It says, for as yet he had fallen on none of them, that they had been, but they had been baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus, not the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. Acts chapter 10, look at verse 48. And Paul commanded them to be baptized in the name of the Lord. Then they asked him to stay a few days. Acts chapter 19, look at verse 5. Hopefully I'm I'm not making the poor lady. Okay, I'll slow down. That was Acts 10.48, now it's Acts 19.5. When they heard this, they were baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus. So, okay, wait a minute. Jesus said, baptize them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. But in the book of Acts, they baptized them in the name of the Lord Jesus. What's up with that? Well, when they baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus, in the name of the Lord Jesus means based on his authority. In the authority of Jesus, they were going to baptize them. And so what is this really saying? It's saying by the authority of Jesus, they baptized them. And I believe then they baptized them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. But in the book of Acts, it just said they baptized him in the name of the Lord or in the authority of his command to baptize. And so when I baptize someone to cover my base, because there's camps in the body of Christ. There's the baptize only in the name of Jesus camp. And then there's the only baptize in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Ghost camp. Well, I cover both. And so when I baptize, I say in the name of Jesus, I now baptize you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. (laughs) (laughs) Baptism does not save you. It's subsequent to salvation. Well, some say you have to be baptized to be saved, and they use Mark 16, 16 as a text. So let's go there. We don't want to hide from anything. You don't need to hide from truth. Mark 16, look at verse 16. Jesus in the red says, He who believes, say believes. He He who believes and is baptized will be saved. Well, right there, pastor. It's in the red. You believe and are baptized, you'll be saved. Well, keep reading. Oftentimes we make a mistake when we don't take scriptures in context or the entire verse. It says, he who believes and is baptized will be saved, but he who does not believe will be condemned. Notice what's missing there. It didn't say, he who does not believe and is not baptized. It says, those that had not believed. The crux of salvation is believing upon Jesus. But what's being saved here, uh, said here, baptism was an outward display of your faith inward faith so if you if you believed upon Jesus but refused to publicly go and show that you've accepted Jesus I question your salvation experience because biblical faith manifests itself the thief on the cross was the first one to believe upon Jesus Poor guy. He didn't get baptized. Poor fellow. Okay, let me you you want an ironclad scripture to show you that you don't have to be baptized to be saved? Okay, I'm glad you asked. Go to go to book of Acts, chapter ten. This is Peter with Cornelius. Acts chapter ten, look at verse forty four. I love Peter. His motto is, in doubt, let's speak. Whenever you see Peter, he's talking. Well, Acts chapter 10, verse 44, God needed a big mouth, so he sent Peter to open it up to the Gentile. So while Peter was still speaking these words, the gospel... It was almost like, Peter, shut up. Get out of the way. I'm, yeah, that was it. But hey, yeah, I'm not done with my sermon. <laughs> While Peter was still speaking these words, the Holy Spirit fell on those who heard the word, the gospel. And those of the circumcision who believed were astonished, as many as come with Peter, because the gift of the Holy Spirit had been poured out on the Gentiles also. Or they heard them speak with tongues and magnify God. Then Peter answered, Can anyone forbid water that these should be baptized who have received the Holy Spirit? No question. Can you receive the Holy Spirit and pray in tongues and not be born again? No. No. These guys are born again before they were baptized with water. Because Romans 8 9 says, But if but you are not in the flesh, but in, but in the spirit, if indeed the Spirit of God dwells in you. Now if anyone does not have the Spirit of Christ, he does not belong to him. These had the Holy Spirit. So they were saved. And afterwards were water baptized. So baptism does not save you. It should, it's a sign that you've been saved. Being saved and being baptized with water were so closely practiced in the early church, it could easily be, cons- be confused by some of happening at the same time. Because back in the day, back in the early church, once they got, they, they got saved, immediately they went to the water. And so um, we don't have a baptistry in our next building. We will. It, it may double as the pastor's jacuzzi, But we will have a baptistry. And we're gonna and Jackie and our team is gonna keep the waters stirred. Well, some say you're not saved unless you're baptized in a certain way. Like only in the name of Jesus or in the name of the Father, the Son. We talked about that. You know, some teach that you have to be baptized in running water. Matter of fact, there, uh, Barry Bennett talks about that he came across a church one day, he saw the sign, this is literally what this sign said. This, this church, for this church sign said, baptized face forward in running water Baptist Church. <laughs> oh, how we're divided in the body of Christ. Don't get locked up in some formula or whatever. Baptism is only for believers. That's why we do not baptize babies. Babies don't know enough to understand they're a sinner. Don't understand enough to understand Jesus died for them on the cross, rose again for the dead to have faith in him. So they're before the age of accountability. Their spirit is alive unto God until that point. And so we found out in the Old Testament, David said, the baby says, I will go be with him. Yeah. And so babies who die go in the presence of God. And so, but this is for those that, that have, have sinned and cage accountability, their, their, their spirits are cut off from God. They need to be born again. And so this is for believers only. So when we call the people up here for baptism, I'm going to ask them if they believed on Jesus Christ as the Son of God. Do they, do they believe that he died on the cross for their sins and rose again from the dead for them and, and to give an opportunity to give a public profession of their faith? So let's have some scriptures that show that baptism is only for believers. Acts chapter 8, look at verse 12. But when they believed, say believed, believe. Philip, as he preached the things concerning the kingdom of God in the name of Jesus Christ, both men and women were baptized. Believed, baptized. Acts 8, 13. Then Simon himself believed. Say believed. And when he was baptized. Believed, baptized. Look at Acts chapter 8, look at verse 36. Now as they went down the road, they came to some water. Philip had preached to the eunuch the gospel out of Isaiah. Now as they went down the road, they came to some water, and the eunuch said, See, here's water. What hinders me from being baptized? Obviously, Philip talked about Not only the salvation, but the need for baptism to follow him in baptism. He said, Oh, there's some water. Then Philip said, If you believe with all your heart, say believe with all your heart. heart. You may. What does that mean? If he didn't believe, you do you, you you're not may. You should not may. Or you shouldn't, sorry. If you believe with all your heart, you may. And he answered and said, "I believe. Say, I believe, I that believe. Jesus Christ is the Son of God." So he came into the chariot, stand still, and Philip and the eunuch went down to the water and baptized him. Say, believed, believed, believed baptized. baptized. Acts chapter sixteen, look at verse thirty-one. This is the jailer and and Paul. So they said. Uh, so Paul and his is and Silas and them said. So they said, believe Say, believe." On the Lord Jesus Christ, you, you will be saved, you and your household. Do you say, believe and be baptized? And he said, believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and you will be saved. I think that would be very important that he would have thrown baptism in there if that was necessary. Believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and you'll be saved, you and your household. And they spoke the word of the Lord to him and all who were with his house. So they spoke to the gospel, also to his, his family. Verse 33, and they took them, the family, that same hour of the night, washed their stripes, and immediately he and all of his family were baptized. Say, believed. believed, Baptized. Baptized. Acts 18, look at verse 8. Then Crispus. Why would you name your kid Crispus? (laughs) He's going to have trouble in school. Then Crispus, the ruler of the synagogue, believed on the Lord. Say, believed on the Lord. With all of his household and many of the Corinthians, hearing believe, say believed, believe. were baptized. baptized. Say believed, believe. baptized. baptized. Acts chapter 19, look at verse 4. Then Paul said, John indeed baptized with the baptism of repentance, saying to the people that they should believe, say believe, believe, on him who should come after, that is on Christ Jesus. And when they heard this, believe on him, they were baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus. Say believed, believe. Baptized. Water baptism is an outward sign of what happened in your heart and is a sign of the new covenant. As circumcision was an outward sign of being in the a covenant person of God in the Old Testament, so water baptism serves the same function as an outward sign of the believer being a covenant person of God in the New Testament. So praise God that we have moved on to baptism so ladies can participate. Hallelujah. It is a public stand for Christ. You know, in many countries, you can say, I've received Jesus, and they'll leave you alone, but when you get baptized, that's when they know you're a true believer. Just saying something doesn't make you a true believer, but when you get baptized, that's when your life's in danger, or your family says, I disown you. So, so uh, it's a public stand for Christ. I'm a follower of Jesus Christ It is the initial act of declaring yourself a disciple of Christ baptism was commanded again by Jesus then finally water baptism is an outward display of the inward reality of what happened when you got born again you died your old spirit died and was buried with Christ and was raised a new critter in Christ Jesus I'm sorry from Oklahoma new creation in Christ Jesus To walk in newness of life look in Romans chapter 6 look at verse 3 this is what happened inside your heart when you got saved and then water baptism is an outward display of this Romans 6 3 or do you not know that as many as us that were baptized into Christ Jesus were baptized into his death therefore we were buried with him through baptism into death just as Christ was raised from the dead by the glory of the Father even so we should walk In newness of life. Say newness of life. life. For if we've been united together in the likeness of his death, certainly we should be in the likeness of his resurrection. So when we believe upon Christ, we spiritually die with Christ, we're buried, and then we are risen with Christ. Look at this word baptism. We're almost done. We're ready to get into the water. (laughs) Not me, then. Look at the word baptism. It's the Greek word baptizo. Uh, They didn't have an actual word for it, so they just kind of transliterated and made baptize. Baptizo means to fully immerse, say fully immerse, immerse. to submerge, To submerge. To to dip. It doesn't ever mean to sprinkle. Because baptism is an outward display. When we put someone under the water, we say they died and we bury them under the water. But then one thing I've learned as through many baptisms is you got to bring them back up. Yeah. Or you're doing another kind of service. So. <laughs> but you bring them up in resurrection. So when I go, I said, dead to the old man, raised to walk in newness of life. And so it's just an outward display. And I have down here, baptize. Remember to bring them up, up again. so okay. <laughs> Thanks God, I got that there. Okay, so we're ready to baptize now. <laughs> Can we have some music? Musicians? All right, so we have our first baptismal candidate. In there for a second. All right, Carissa. Bakera, Basera, all right, Carissa. I want you to look to them. Uh, have you? Do you believe Jesus Christ is the Son of God? Yes. Do you believe Jesus Christ died on the cross for your sins? Yes. Do you believe that He died? Yes. Do you believe that Jesus Christ rose physically from the dead yes. for you? Yes. Amen. And you're a believer in Jesus? Yes. Amen. Come on into the water. <laughs> and you can sit right there. You sit right, yeah, that's fine. All right. All right, so I want you to put one hand over your, your nose and then grab like that. Because of your profession of faith in Jesus Christ, I now baptize you in the name of Jesus and do the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Dead to the old man, raised to walk in newness of life. Stand there. All right, Daniel Tilney. Daniel, do you believe Jesus Christ is the Son of God? Yes. Do you? Okay. All right. Start over. All right. Get this right. Daniel, do you believe Jesus Christ is the Son of God? Do you believe Jesus Christ died on the cross for your sins? Yes. Do you believe that he died? Yes. Do you believe that Jesus Christ rose physically from the dead for you? Yes. And you accept him as Lord and Savior? Yes. Amen. Come on in. Careful. Sit down. Can you hold that? All right, put your hand and then right there. Well, Daniel, because of your public profession of faith, in the name of Jesus, I now baptize you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Dead to the old man, raised to walk in newness of life. Yeah! We don't want a healing service. All right, next. Andy Pitts. Andy, do you believe Jesus Christ is the Son of God? Yes. Do you believe Jesus Christ died on the cross for your sins? Yes. Do you believe he died? Yes. And do you believe Jesus Christ was raised physically from the dead for you? And you've accepted him as Lord and Savior? I mean, come on into the water of baptism. (laughs) Sit there. put your hand over your neck grab that Andy because of your pu- public profession of faith in Jesus Christ in the name of Jesus I now baptize you in the name of the Father the Son and the Holy Spirit dead to the old man raised to walk in newness of life Yay! anybody else yes All right. Miguel Sanchez. Miguel, yes. do you believe Jesus Christ is the Son of God? Yes. Do you believe that Jesus Christ died on the cross for your sins? Yes. Do you believe he died in your place? Yes. Do you believe Jesus Christ was physically raised from the dead? Yes. And you accepted him as Lord and Savior. Yes. Amen. Come into the waters of baptism. You will sit here. Put one, one of those and grab your right here. Miguel, because of your public profession of faith in Jesus Christ, I now baptize you in the name of Jesus into the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Dead to the old man, raised to walk in newness of life. Anybody else? All right, let's worship God together.
1: Praise God! Let's stand together. Let's worship God and thank Him for what He's done today. You know, I, I want to be careful not to miss God on this, but I, I feel like the Lord's saying there's somebody here that's been contemplating suicide, and and I just want to encourage you that that's a lie of the devil, and we just curse that evil spirit off of you right now in the name of Jesus, and we just declare that Him the Son sets free is free indeed. So if if that's you in any way, shape, or form, we're going to have prayer ministers down at the front. I just strongly encourage you to come, talk to a prayer minister. If that's too much, talk to a trusted friend, have them pray with you. But don't don't leave today with that thing, okay? In the name of Jesus, don't leave with that thing. And you might even need to consider getting baptized next hour. Amen. I want you to encourage you, always magnify God over your problems. Always magnify God over your circumstances. We're going to sing that chorus just a little bit longer. And, and I just encourage all of us just see God greater than the problem. See Him greater than the issue. Don't let the problem win. Let God win today. Amen. See so that? It's your breath.
2: And it's your breath. Hallelujah. this feel like um, whoever that word was for that you're contemplating suicide god didn't give that word to jeremy to embarrass you or to shame you he gave that word to reach out to you because he loves you and he has so much for you and he doesn't want the enemy to win or to all he's out for is to steal to rob to kill to destroy and jesus sees where you're at it may be somebody online who's watching, but he sees where you're at, and he sees what the enemy is trying to do, and he is saying no. He didn't bring that up to embarrass you or to point you out. He brought it up because he loves you, and he has life for you, and all you have to do is say yes, Lord. Please do talk to somebody before you leave today.
0: I'm just feeling like the Lord's not done yet. Let's have a little bit more worship and we'll be back in.
2: Good morning. Okay, so I have a word from God that someone here might be feeling stuck and they've been they've been feeling stuck for so long that they don't even remember what it's like to be free and they've had glimpses of of God's goodness but they haven't they've forgotten what total freedom tastes like but I hear God telling me Isaiah 43 verses 18 and 19 Forget the former things. It is nothing compared to what I am going to do, for I am about to do something new. See, I've already begun. Do you not see it? I make ways through the wilderness, and I create rivers in the dry wastelands. Amen? Receive this word.
0: Hallelujah! Put your hands, you receive that. Praise God. Well, you can be seated. Praise God. Let's we'll continue to worship our Lord and Savior with our tithes and offerings. So ushers, please pass out the offering envelopes as you're filling those out. We'll have a few more minutes of worship. I'll be back.